Hey guys, how are you? This is Tinderella here. I hope you're really enjoying the podcast where we get to explore Tinderella states uh, all over the world, right? If you have not listened to my podcast before, this is a podcast created as a journal for every girl that is out there trying on the dating apps, right? In their own possible way. If you're a guy out there, this is going to be great homework and great tools and information for you to be able to learn of what goes on in our head as we um, test, let's say, the dating world, right? So right now, I'm going to tell you about one of my dates in London. You know, part of this book and part of the podcast was created when I was first getting divorced and when I was trying dating and dating apps for the first time, especially around the world, right? So Tinderella is based in Miami, this date is based in London, and it's with somebody from France, okay? So my bio goes like this. Bringing the Miami heat to London this week. Tea time, romantic walks at the park, vino, are all in my to-do list. Do you want to be my tour guide? Please be tall and posh, enjoy art and good conversation. Average shows swipe left. Sexy British boys swipe right. I promise to be more than a good time. Um, in the next segment, we are going to explore the questions that I ask about my dates and what do you think about the chapter. And one of them is always, what do you think about this bio, right? Would you be so savage and bold to actually put into words what your heart desires, right? All right, and we continue like this. The five weeks going on a date with an expat or to choose a proper English boy has been fierce. One night is blue and the other one is red. The response to my bio has been a success, but the enormous amount of options have left me feeling like Brexit. Perhaps it's time to try a new flavor here in London town. Have I ever kissed French before? I found a sexy doctor who lives in Geneva but was born in Lyon, France, right? He's exotic enough for tonight. Sorry, English boy, tomorrow is your time. People say Paris is the city of love, but with this Frenchie here, London could be even more than that. Stimulating my mind for hours was not enough. He was brilliant, by the way. He also had to stimulate my lips, my neck, my tie my torso, my back. Yeah, you name it. He had the full art of seduction repertoire ready for our exquisite date. Oof. (laughs) And we continue like this. Hmm. Exquisite date. I pick one of my favorite restaurants in our room for this romantic night. Weather is gorgeous, and this particular spot is conveniently located just a few blocks away from Hyde Park. Nothing excites Cinderella more than a peaceful stroll after a big dinner. For those carbs, right girls? Plus, there's something magical about seeing the swans at night. Have you ever been to Hyde Park at night, by the way? That's one of my questions for the next segment. And since I know London better than my French hottie, he does a pretty good job of following my lead, although at this point it's very apparent that he is the one used to being in charge, right? 
guys, are you usually in charge of the dates or do you mind? You don't mind that the girls actually take the lead on that? I want to hear the answer for that question as well in the next segment. I'd never particularly like French accent, but tonight I've changed my mind. I'm not going to hold back in any way other than sexually, other than sexually, which is a good sign, right? I want to go deep into his soul and submerge myself in his beautiful smile. I know my brain already turns him on, but I want to ensure my body makes him reach ecstasy. Pushing the limit in my red dress, red lip, sexy stockings, high knee boots, dark eyeliner, the Latin girl playbook on how to make a man go mad. Of desire, that is. Guys, if you don't know about the Latin girl playbook, you're in trouble because we are trouble. <laughs> Getting tired of guys seeing me as their therapist or as a mom and not as a sexual object. I want to be possessed, overpowered, fucked hard. And thus, and what's wrong with that? I say to myself. This is all part of the plan of reinvention. After so many years in the same with the same guy in the same relationship, you know, I'm talking about my ex-husband. I want to try every flavor my Catholic girl upbringing label as prohibited. Guys, do you always go crazy over something that you couldn't have? I want to hear from you about that as well. Because for me, to be honest with you, I need to try something new and different just because maybe I was going to be, I don't know, in trouble for doing so. <laughs> All right. Um, dinner is over. And in true Parisian fashion, we're sitting outside drinking more wine. Watching people pass by. Oof. <laughs> I know. You get the shivers as well. I always get like this, I don't know, kind of like bugs. In, no, I wouldn't say butterflies in my stomach. Every time I relive a date that I had, they really made me go crazy. And then I get to um, play it for you because in the end of the day, it turns me on, right? <laughs> okay. So, out of a movie, inviting us to continue the night, but where should we go to have more fun? Remember what I said earlier, Tinderella really loves to walk in the park, especially on a perfect night. Have you seen this once at night? I asked. After there was going to be a different answer then. Let's go right now. Literally, how cute is he? That's what he said. Let's go right now. And take note, guys, because when you, when a girl proposes something, it's really more like imposing something, right? It's because we already study in our head that that's what we want. And maybe we're just testing you to see if that's what you want or not. But at least give us the right response on that. Oof. And faster than I can say, the desire, I took some French in high school, okay? <laughs> we were on the way, holding hands in true Peruvian fashion. As Latin girls don't waste time to make the men feel as if he was the only one. Like I said before, guys, if you are with a Latin girl or you're going on a date with a Latin girl, you are in so, so much trouble. Since Cinderella has awoken the lion, totally in control of the situation, humble but confident, laid back but still inquisitive, right? Funny but poised, with an air of superior power that turns me on. Yes, guys, confidence turns us on. <laughs> he likes me. I stirs on my dress up and down while we walk the brick streets. He tries to be coy about it. 
but he can't hide this desire, kissing my neck or grabbing my breast in the sweetest way. Smooth and cautious, same as lion before killing its prey. Oof. Are we like a safari or are we on a date, right? <laughs> I slow down before crossing the street, rubbing my fingers through his lips. And then you know what I do? The same fingers go down to his crotch. Girls, guys out there, there's nothing sexier than actually having the unexpected hand go down south, right? I'm not wearing any underwear, by the way. Perfect time to pull his hand underneath my dress letting you feel the full magic of the Inca trail. Guys, the art of seduction is a push and pull, a cost, a give and take. What do you do in order to make your prey go crazy, right? I want to also hear from you in the next segment. We are now at a high park, but with nothing to hide in the dark. Better than a fresh microsan, we find a spot to make it all mine. French kissing in London must not be allowed. Like the heroes of the night, we're getting tired of Hyde Park. Yes, guys. I can honestly say I can check this off my list. We got kicked out of Hyde Park in London. And my French kissing lover, Dr. Hadi date. All right. <laughs> Thankfully, there is a peninsula close by. I'm talking about the hotel, right? Bubble bath, bubbly at hand, he conquers my behind. Cherie, don't stop. Cinderella is about to go wild. Ooh, I really, really hope you enjoyed this narrative of the date as much as I did when I was actually in there. I want to tell you so many other UC secrets and so many other UC details, right? But stay tuned for the next segment where we do like a little like Q&A. And also don't forget to download my ebook, A Day with Tinderella, where I will give you a lot more insight of what goes on in our mind when we go on dates with you, right? Stay tuned and see you in the next episode. Hello guys, what do you think about my date? with um the french boy hmm? wasn't it super hot the french doctor in the middle of the night i wanted to do this segment to have a little bit insight of what a french lover and french kissing is because um you know especially the concept can vary depending on what you call a french kiss and i spoke to my french friends before about this i don't think they even use that term it's more like an american term and they has gotten popular in the media but do you prefer a dry kiss or do you prefer a passionate tasty one especially on the first date you know like do you close a deal with a kiss is it too much to do french kiss already on the first date i want to hear from you and at what point you feel comfortable enough to stick your tongue and lips into someone else's mouth right the implication of a slow passionate kiss which is considered intimate and romantic, erotic, or sexual. That is the book definition of French kissing. Do you guys also like the French accent? Don't forget to send me your questions and to also download the book A Day with Cinderella because this date was surely fascinating because um, it's basically like swiping when you're traveling. And it's so cool because 
you can like meet awesome people and learn from different cultures but then you also have the predicament that for example with this date you know you don't know if like you go to the hotel like do you what do you do the after dating you know do you go to spa um where do you actually close the deal especially if maybe you're staying with friends in town you don't have a hotel room like are you able to would you just go to somebody's house in the first date from the swiping and also i want to know if you actually swipe before you arrive to a city and do you prefer actually dating people from your same city or do you rather have people that are in transit that way you get to see how people date across cultures and another question is do you know how to get laid on your first date don't forget to listen to that podcast episode because we have amazing amazing info um and how about the whole persona of a french lover a more sensitive guy someone that is in tune with his feelings and your feelings someone that speaks a little bit more with a female energy and perspective right do you prefer a man that is very sensitive and sweet and cute or do you prefer the manly masculine men right do you know which energy do you bring to the table for example are you like a um, male energy woman or are you a female energy male and guys out there i'm gonna tell you what the girls told me to add to this uh segment um don't be scared of going for the kill you know nothing turns us on more than actually having a guy go full throttle and go for the kill so if you are thinking that the date went well and there's chemistry and um, everything is flowing the worst thing you can do is actually not go for the kill because we don't feel attracted we don't feel that we did a good job we don't feel that we um they were pretty enough you know so the best way to end a date is with a nice firm kiss not with hesitation and limitation because remember if you're lost in transition or translation you have to do your homework and actually understand how other people date as well right when you're locally or when you're traveling in this case the date is in london right i'm gonna read you something from the art of seduction that i really like and um I have shared many quotes before, depending on what type of guy I want to attract. I utilize my bio as my weapon, right? To manifest exactly the type of date I want. And to be honest with you, it's a really good exercise for yourself. That way you can identify and put it in words, you know, in a very structured, organized way. You can uh, identify what works for you. Um, and I'm going to read you something about the siren because i found out yesterday that i am the siren out of the art of seduction uh, book from robert green it's a really really great book and if you haven't read it yet i highly recommend it to you um the siren a man is often secretly oppressed by the role he has to play by always having to be responsible in control and rational the siren is the ultimate male fantasy figure because she offers a total release from the limitations of his life. In her presence, which is always heightened and sexually charged, the male feels transported to a world of pure pleasure. She's dangerous. And in pursuing her, energetically, the man can lose control over himself. Sometimes he yearns to do. The siren is a mirage. She lures men by cultivating a particular appearance and manner. In a world where women are often too timid to project such an image, learn to take control of the male libido by embodying his fantasy. 
what fantasies do you guys have? And I want to know what are you doing in order to create more ones, right? Like at what point in the dating um, time you feel comfortable to actually ask the other person if they have any fantasies and if you guys can consummate them together, right? And in this book, The Art of Seduction, there is like, I think, many, many different types of personality boards for females and male. But um, you have to kind of know your audience, right? Because you are going to be acting in a way like they attract certain guys or girls, depending on your bio. For example, as a social experiment, we changed the bio multiple times. And I observed the different responses from different guys and different girls. And then... Would you swipe or swap if you match with the same group of friends? Is it incestuous to go on dates with people that already went out on dates with your friends? Hmm, I want to hear from you. And don't forget to download the book for more amazing, amazing and inspiring content. And have a wonderful date. While we are on the topic of friends, guys, I want to share a little bit of research and a story that I've been working on because um, it's really interesting to relate the characters and the dates that I am um, studying, you know, from books and over the dates that I did research for. And now that we are on the French topic, I feel that we need to study and learn a little bit about a woman that is iconic in France, right? And I'm talking about Marie Antoinette. For many, for many revolutionary figures, Marie Antoinette was the symbol of what was wrong with the old regime in France, right? The onus of having caused the financial difficulties of the nation were placed on her shoulders by the revolutionary tribunal. And under the new republican ideas of what it meant to be a member of the nation, her Austrian descent and continued correspondence with a competing nation made her a traitor. The people of France saw her death as her death as a necessary step toward com completing that revolution hmm and actually many storytellers they talk about um how the french revolution actually got started because of her you know she was such a fascinating mesmerizing character that they have done a medium a million books based on her movies and shows so i became curious and you know i was trying to search more about the french lover when I was searching for the French kissing, for example, to kind of give you some um, perspective of how different it can be the dating, especially when you're not in your own country and with another foreign person, for example, right? So, um, and I always been curious about Marie Antoinette because there were so many um, love stories, intense love stories, especially in modern culture based on her. So when I started to read it, to read her profile, I understood that she was such a multi-layer, deep and just flamboyant um, uh, case study for, from the French um, history, right? And she also gets mentioned by um, the author of The Art of Seduction as one of the symbols of seduction in uh, aristocratic environment. I believe they call her the dandy, but I'm not 100% sure. Marie Antoinette is also known for her taste for fine things. Um, in her commissions from famous craftsmen such as John Henry Rizier, suggests more about her enduring legacy as a woman of taste and patronage. For instance, a writing table, a tribute now located in 
at Wanda's manner bears witness to Marie Antoinette's desire to escape the oppressive formality of court life. So she was an iconic figure, the queen of the revolution, but she was not comfortable in the restriction and the oppressive formalities of court life. How many of us have felt trapped sometimes trying to accomplish things that we're supposed to make us happy but in the end we end up doing it just to please others and out of duty out of you know responsibility we decide to take on that job and do that sacrifice this is why she was such an iconic figure because she had the power to seduce um, major leaders and the power to actually be loved and hated in extreme create extreme reactions of love and hate into their people um, her favorite objects fill her small private chateau and reveal aspects of Marie Antoinette's character that have been obscured by satirical political prints, such as the tabloids, right? Do you guys agree that sometimes maybe your reputation is not serving you? Meaning, like, there is, you, if you go out on too many dates out there, do you ever get scared that you're gonna become, you know, like, a girl with a bad reputation and guys do you actually care if a girl goes on multiple dates or if she's loved or hated and do you actually pay attention if the girl has a group a strong circle of friends or do you prefer a girl that is more like a loner hmm. long after her death marie antoinette remains a major historical figure linked with conservatism the catholic church wealth and fashion again this is an iconic figure you have not research her i strongly recommend you that you read all about her profile because um it sparked my curiosity when she got mentioned as one of the iconic figures in the art of seduction because she had the um power to inspire so much happiness and love in people but also so much hate how do you guys can how do you guys deal with the contrast and personalities right sometimes one woman can be multi-layer and have so much depth because you know there is so many parts and pieces of the puzzle that make her heart do you guys like to date french girls for example i want to hear from you and give me some feedback about this episode okay so i'm gonna read this one more time long after her death marie antoinette remains a, ma a major historical figure linked with conservatism the catholic church wealth and fashion she has been the subject of a number of books films and other media politically engaged authors have deemed her the quintessential representative of class uh, conflict and what is a class conflict right is the class struggle and the class warfare is the political tension and economic antagonism that exists in society consequent to socioeconomic competition among the social classes the forms of class conflict include direct violence such as wars for resources for cheap labor for cheap labor or assassinations indirect violence deaths and pattern right so it it, it gets mentioned in the book the art of seduction because um, many people said that she was responsible actually for negotiating um, a lot of um, aristocratic dealings, right? So do you like a woman that knows how to close a deal, that has her own things going for her? Or do you prefer her to be in the back, kind of like in the background and you be the main character in the relationship, right? And um, in a story like this, when I read about Marie Antoinette, such an iconic figure, then when you read into the books that are based on her life then you realize that she was 
a very feminine, delicate flower, but with a sharp, sharp mental capability. She was emotionally smart and she was able to flip people around and to do whatever she wanted. Hmm. And again, if you have not read the book, The Art of Seduction, this high bump into the story of Marie Antoinette. And now that I think about it, I do feel that I heard before from my guy friends that they really like to date French women because they are easygoing, they're pretty, they're natural, and they have love for art and, um, and entertainment, right? So I want to hear from you. Do you have a specific tie? And do you like to uh, date a French lover or a French girl? And why? I want to know because the purpose of the podcast and the book is to understand how people do dating and if you have a specific type type and what you like and to help us become aware of maybe taboo topics that we don't like to even ask ourselves right um so in popular culture even some people say that the phrase let them eat cake is a tribute to her although there's no um there's no proof of that right because a lot of things got um, burned in the revolution. And I recall the stopgap solution of the green princess who has told that the peasants had no bread and who responded, let them, let them eat Bruges. And Bruges is the French, um, is a French pastry that um, is basically, she's saying, replace the bread for Bruges, right? Um, this words to a great, Rousseau ascribes these words to a great princess, but the the, the writing is not proof that it belongs to Marie Antoinette, but so many writers quote her as the beautiful princess or the greatest princess or the dream princess um, because of the fact that she has such a sharp mental capability and she never lost control of herself. And again, I want to know if this is like a French thing or if you feel that she was an iconic figure because she was able to combine both such a female energy and delicate um behavior with a very sharp and a strong masculine capability in the brain in your mind right i'm super curious to see this mix because although she was an iconic fashionista and a lover of the arts and food she was also able to become an iconic powerful woman figure that back then it was really hard to come by right in the United States, for example, expressions of gratitude for, to France for its help in the American Revolution, including naming a city Marietta in Ohio after her, right? And if you have not seen the film from 2006, Marie Antoinette, I highly recommend you to go back and forth and kind of reference things in, they're getting mentioned here because um, Kristen Dunst in Marie Antoinette I think it does a very good portrait of the modern life, Marie Antoinette. So there's so many things to learn about her. And I hope you enjoy the podcast that is dedicated to all my French kissing friends out there. And don't forget to have a magical date. <laughs>